Venus is questionable. Oh no, I wasn't ready. Yeah. I... What have you done? Um, I acknowledge that we're recording. Thank you for your uh, wow, I can't talk apparently. But it's because <laughs> we haven't done this in a bit. And it's been uh, a hot those, minute. it it's 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 been it's been a tick, as they say. Uh for those of you uh who are tuning in, this is uh Neurodiversity in tech. I'm Sean. I'm Brandon. Yay. Allegedly. And Allegedly. uh we we kind of took uh we were talking about this before before we pressed the big button, which by the way, I, I hope you added that that acknowledgement of recording to your ledger. Um, because I, I expect to see those results by end of quarter. Um of, of course. I don't even I don't even know where that's going. But what I do know <laughs> is that it's been a while and yeah. uh, we kind of took an unintentional, unplanned summer break, which realistically speaking, we should actually probably take breaks of this nature. Uh, that's a reasonable thing to do. Um, but I'm telling you right now that um, our neurodivergent butts did not uh, plan for nor forecast this particular break. So no. we know you've missed us. And so we're here. We're here to talk about a subject that's near and dear to our summer hearts. It's a it's a seasonal thing, and it's the act of taking a little bit of a uh, vacation. Yes, not necessarily always of the summer variety. I would encourage you to take vacation all throughout the year, but the reality is that uh, a lot of people. I don't have any statistics in front of me, but I, I'm going to tell you just based off of my uh, management experience, um, people in tech struggle to take their vacation. People that are neurodivergent oftentimes also struggle to take their vacation. Because there's so much to do and I don't want to, you know, there's like that. leave stuff undone. And there's always right. stuff that needs to get done. Yep. You're you're thank you for making my point for yeah. me. I appreciate it. I you're I really welcome. do because the that's that's the reality. We're just there's a, there's a never-ending list. And and if I leave, then there will be more things for me to come back to and if I don't leave, then that list stays an understood currently understood anyways level of busyness. I it resonates with me. I find that even a three day, you know, nice little extended weekend, I come back mm -hmm. to significantly more. And I don't know about you, but my stress factor kind of goes up a couple of digits. Um, it, you come back it, in on, on a Monday, yeah, it does. It so it doesn't as much anymore. And I'm going to tell you how, and I'm going to tell you why. Because otherwise, this would be a fairly useless episode of neurodiversity and tech if I didn't have any advice. Give me that um, advice because I'm always looking. Yeah, I mean, honestly, so so you're highlighting a very realistic uh, issue for I think anybody uh, that works in tech. But again, particularly for neurodivergence, there's the guilt factor of leaving your work behind, and then there's also, of course, the factor of. Um, coming back to work and being stressed about it. Um, 
And this involves the practice, the regular practice of not only taking vacation as exposure therapy. Okay. And then on top of that, extending grace to yourself as exposure therapy. I don't know what that is. I know, right? Let's That's talk about God. it. What what is it's a boring what is, concept? Grace, what is this grace? I'm busy. Talk? Listen, listen. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. I'm too busy self-deprecating myself over here. But I do know how to extend grace and understanding to others while faking it on my own end. So let's you are talk. A walking paradox. That's correct. Thank you for accurately uh, uh, assessing that. I am a walking paradox. Um, not in a pair of socks. Ah, uh, okay. Because I hate socks. Get it? Get it? Yeah, no, no. Sensory I, I jokes. Got... Uh... <laughs> this is what happens when we haven't done this in a while. I get it's... really wired. Um, apparently. So, first of all, practice of taking vacation in the first place. Let's talk about that. Okay. You should take it regularly. You should take it often. You should take a mix of shortened breaks and extended breaks. Because what this does is it helps recontextualize your brain so it's not always running at that same constant, often heavy frequency. Okay. So there is the whole thing that the kids say these days, um, and it's called touch grass. You need to touch grass, which means you need to get back in touch with reality, as I understand it to mean from the children that say it. But um, there's actually there's actually a such thing my wife shared with me quite recently called forest therapy. For, okay, forest therapy actually sounds like a really good thing. I like the touch grass one, but the forest therapy, I mean, strolling through a forest is, oh, it's so many things, but it's definitely calming and recharging mm -hmm. there's science behind it yeah there's science behind it there's legitimate health benefits behind it uh i i read an article today that talked about that just even the act of looking at trees and leaves gently swaying in the wind mm -hmm. is capable of reducing stress yeah so when it comes to a vacation it's not just the fact that you're off that matters. It's the fact that there's a context switch that matters. This is a part of the exposure therapy magic of a vacation. Because if your vacation ends up being, and I've talked to people that do this, oh my gosh, it's, it, ah, uh, <laughs> they literally just switch their computer context to being, I'm playing video games, looking at reels, watching movies, and surfing the web. That's it. That's what they end up doing. And they just do that for a week and they catch up on their video gaming and their movies and stuff. But the problem in, in that is that nine times out of 10, they're not even switching rooms. Let's be honest. So you're getting no context switch. You're getting no exposure switch. But realistically speaking, rather than bombarding yourself with blue light and typing all day, you're bombarding yourself with blue light and possibly typing and clicking all day. A lot of clicky clicky. It's not a context switch. And and so taking the time and disconnecting from your work, plus nine times out of 10, your work's still going to be very close at hand. Because let's mm -hmm. face it, who among us doesn't have their work stuff on a personal device of some sort? It's it's guaranteed. 
Uh, it's almost guaranteed. Just, it, it took me a while. It took me a while to break that that uh, that taboo. Yeah, I've a been bad while. for it. I've been I, really, really bad for it in the past, and it can ruin your vacation. Chill, even more so if all you have to do is flip mm-hmm. your phone on. And suddenly you're connected to work again. So, so I say in the context switch matters because you're changing the activity. So this is why vacations typically th- th- there's logic behind this. There's there's neurotypical and neurodivergent logic behind the whole like let's go camping, let us go to another province or state or country, let us go to a lake or a forest and commune with freaking nature. Immune with freaking nature. I'm going to get that tattooed on my arm. You should, actually. I, that should be a t-shirt as well. Gosh, we've got like a laundry list here of things that we could talk about as t-shirts. But yeah, commune with freaking nature. Okay? It has a purpose. There is a such thing as actually f- like literal grounding. Yeah. Reconnect with the dirt. Reconnect with the water. It isn't just hippy-dippy. It's not going to cure your cold. Uh, it's not going to gonna get rid of your headache immediately necessarily, but it will mentally make you feel better. Catch a fish. Chase a squirrel. Don't try to catch the squirrel. across the lake. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why? It sounds like because if you catch the Well, if you catch the squirrel... I can guarantee you that will be one very upset squirrel, and they got the teeth. Catch the squirrel. Get the rabies. Make a okay. hospital trip to, to you know, get the, the shot to fix the rabies. Not all of us have like free health care. This is an adventure. Oh, that's true. Sorry, this is only for the Canadian listeners. There you go. This part Canadian. right here, this segment right here, ride a moose. <laughs> Find out why um, you shouldn't ride a moose. Wow. The American version Learn is about buffalo. Which- Learn about which bear you can safely approach. Spoiler alert, don't go anywhere near a polar bear. Oh, yeah, those things are scary. Those yeah. are scary. Yeah. What what was the term? It goes it's it's if it's if it's black attack back, if it's brown lay down, if it's white say good night. That's I had your not bear heard that one. Survival oh, logic. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I don't want to be in any of those situations. No, you really don't. You really don't. But if it's a black bear, you can actually like make a lot of noise and scare it away. So okay. that's the recommendation. But don't try to challenge a brown bear. There you go. Now, now you've that, we've added things. Look at the learning that we're we're exhibiting here. But okay, so going back to being applicable to both uh, Canadians. <laughs> American listeners, catch a fish. Um, catch a fish, good. You know, a fish that is maybe reasonable and doesn't have teeth. So again, you're not worried about the healthcare scenario. Make sure your yeah. hooks aren't rusty. Also, get your tetanus think... shot regularly. Ooh, that costs money. Darn it, man. Um, how do y'all have fun without worrying about your safety? I'm just like. Well, how, I how mean, does that work? if you if you consider like Florida, it's just kind of like 
you know, throwing extreme caution to the wind and, you know, becoming Florida. Do they just have really, do they just have really good like private insurance? No, no. Yeah. So they're just, they're paying for their, their health for the rest of their lives. The, the, the general, no, the general retire. Well, the rest of their lives could be like 15 minutes for all you know, who knows? That's true. That is true. Cause it is Florida. Florida man tries to ride. Um, Tries to ride an alligator. Uh, what's the a cassowary? Tries to ride a cassowary. Cassowary guts him alive. Anyways, so boy, we went off track there. It's almost as Ooh. if that's a part of this. Um, when it comes to vacation, though, the more that you're able to change context, the better. However, there is a however. Do so within your own comfort levels. If the idea of sleeping on the ground and listening to the wind howl at night and possibly getting rained on and being a little bit wet disturbs you, discomforts you, disquiets you, don't do that. Um, Mm -hmm. If you don't like fish, maybe don't go fishing. But finding something, even if you just go hang out in the forest, you go to some conservation area somewhere, get exposure that doesn't involve uh, being in front of a screen all day. That's it. That's yeah. that is the trick. Some people like to travel. Some people like to go overseas. Some people uh, uh, like to have day trips to the zoo. Right. That way, all the animals are safely behind cages. Nine times out of ten, the parrots may swear at you a little bit. But you... honestly, I mean, what that's that's a small price to pay for for getting to see that parrot animals. was very critical of my outfit. OK, it was very not cool. The best, the best part about that news story was 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 the fact that the not only did the parrots swear at people walking by, but that the other parrots laughed to encourage <laughs> said swearing to continue. Um, uh, that's my favorite part of that entire news story. Anyways, take a vacation, take it somewhere different. You push your comfort level a little bit, but within reason. And don't just do like, I've taken a couple day trips this year and I've covered myself. Take some extended time. Actually disconnect. Actually flip the switch. Read a book. <gasps> I love books. They're great. Yeah, see? There you go. You could read a book. You get a hammock. You get a hammock. You put the oh, hammock between yeah. two trees. Mm-hmm. You can put the hammock between two trees. You have a stack of books. And then you sit down and you read a library's worth of books in the hammock between the trees with the sun and the, the nature and, and all of that. See? Yeah. I could it's not that difficult. That idea. Right? Yeah. Va- vacations are really like a small little peek at what your retirement could be like all the time. If any of us make it there because of the financial collapse of society <laughs> that got dark. I apologize. I apologize profusely. Uh, it got too real. It got too real. We're back on track. It, so it's that's okay. Probably... I'll, I'll put a warning label on the episode. <laughs> warning label, trigger warning. Brandon <laughs> waxes a little too poetic about current financial realities. Um, uh... Oh no! But that's part one. Part one is actually just just take it. Just just take the vacation. Yeah. What is what? What's the thing you do? What's your favorite thing to do? You know, we were talking about this before, and I, I did, I mentioned, uh, you know, thinking back to what my most like mo- memorable recharging vacation I ever took, 
And I can honestly say, goes back to this Florida. Uh, I, uh, I was nobody expected it to go there. Right. Exactly. I remember it. And keeping in mind, this was not in like the winter or anything. This, this is still kind of like warm summerish, maybe, uh, you know, fall, spring or something. Maybe not the dead of summer. I spent the entire okay. time in the hot tub. Um, I, I'm not sure how I made it out without like some sort of like health complications because that's a lot of time in a hot tub. It was like a week. Uh, but I spent an entire time in the hot tub and I, uh, I, re- I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was very soothing, very relaxing. Um, that probably should have been one of my first giveaways that I was like neurodivergent is who can sit in a boiling hot hot tub in the middle of, you know, Florida sun. Certainly uh, not somebody that has no concept of temperature regulation. Right. Uh, hey, it was fun. The other thing I can think of, your poor, this wasn't your actually poor, your poor heart. After you got out, it's like, oh, I just made my own soup out of myself, and your heart's just like, wait, what is this temperature? The rest of my life makes so much more sense now. There was another thing. There was another thing that I thought of when we were talking. It it wasn't actually like a vacation, but one thing that I found very quite very soothing was um. A couple of times I did this uh, canoeing down a river. Ooh, yes. Yes, sir. I will take that any day of the week, and I really need to find a place that does that around. So I'm actually, like, it's, it's not for lack of desire. I've I've got a river that runs right through where I live, and I have a kayak um, that I could take to said river. Now, Typically what I do is I focus on having that kayak out on, on a lake. Open water is, is delightful, but river paddle. That's, that's real nice. A river paddle is nice. It's great. because Yeah. If you want to speed it up, you can, if you want to slow it down, you can, if you want to be lazy, you don't do anything and just let the lazy, you you. can lazy river it. You can lazy river it up. You can very easily lazy river it. Honestly, the only thing you really got to worry about is steering. So yeah, which yeah, with a two person canoe, takes some effort. Yeah, yeah, with a two person canoe, it was a little bit trickier. With like a kayak, I imagine it would be too bad. Um, with a kayak, it's you still have to put the effort in. You have to put the yeah, if, yeah. You especially the depending. In, so have... Depends on the strength of the river too. Very lazy, very lazy. You want a lazy like a, river. If you've got a very lazy river, then you just you just float. You just float yeah. on. It's good. I love both yeah. of those. I love I love everything about that. Um, I'm gonna add something to that list. You know, add it. something to that list for from my end. Um, there's something about a campfire. Campfires are great. That there's smell there's too. a that's so that's that's it. Sensory, absolute sensory joy. I I just want to bathe in the smell of 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 campfire um love love making spider dogs what are those what what's a spider dog no 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 do you are you actually cereal do you like cut it in half and like splay the ends is that what you do you just you just splay the ends like so you, (laughs) you you take you take you take a knife on each end and you go you you go horizontally and then uh um vertically and then when you cook it you do it on each side 
but you don't do it in the middle oh. and you cook it the legs okay curl. spider dog never heard of it before i had a very deprived youth okay this could also be like a canadian like it, invention i don't know it, it may not have I actually uh, don't I mean, know. I'm gonna have did, to. I gotta Google this now. We did s'mores. We definitely did s'mores. Oh, like s'mores. S'mores are money. S'mores are money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, smell of campfire, the appearance of fire, the act of building the fire. Oh, mm -hmm. it just takes you takes you out of reality. It yeah. takes you out of reality. Um, and it's just like yeah, general like camping cottagey forest therapy breathing whatever you want to call it i want to be at a lot of times completely isolated or near completely isolated in the woods with nature water trees completely self-reliant and dependent i can only go so far with that with my family at this point but i'll tell you just being out there sometimes it's just like nobody can bug me i can set my own routines yeah i am responsible for my own uh schedule sensory management uh food management all of it it's, it's glorious it's absolutely glorious um this leads me to my to my second point which i alluded to um which is actually taking the time in extended bursts and then giving yourself the grace when you come back giving yourself the grace means being okay with the fact that you're going to say for the first day or two i am still in catch-up mode oh, say it yeah. with me no i don't want say it. say it with me can't make me can't make me sean you can do it Come on, no, come on. I'm, I'm still, still in catch-up mode. I am still in catch-up mode. I'm I am still, still catching catch up, up on emails. I'm still I catching up on catch emails. Up I'm still catching up I'm on emails. I'm still catching up on Slack messages. I'm still, oh man, I'll tell you. I'm still catching up on Slack messages. I'm still catching up on cases for those of us who have cases. That's right. That's right. That's right. Cheers. And, and here's the thing. Do you, want, do you want to know what? Tickets. Yeah. When you when you are able to exhibit empathy for yourself because you took the time, you'll see that other people are accepting that, that and displaying that empathy towards you. It's the trippy part. Oh yeah. That is the trippy part. Now here's the thing. There are in tech. Uh, I, I, I know that we do better than most industries when it comes to, making sure people are taking their time off and actually disconnecting and appreciating and all that kind of stuff. It's a big thing. It's a really big thing. I know that's not consistent with everybody. I know that's not consistent with your leaders. Leaders that are out there, listen to my words. This is for you. Be empathetic. Encourage your people to take their time off. Be foster that energy with them and ensure that when they're back they know how much it is appreciated that they took that time and they took that time to recharge and how much what they add what they bring to the table is appreciated but that it was okay that they weren't there for everything 
Preach. Because there is nothing worse. There's nothing worse than a than a manager than a leader that when you come back, it's like, yeah, I really shouldn't have let you go. Like mm-hmm. guilts you. Oh wow, we were really we were we were in a lot of trouble without you here, and uh, we gotta we gotta make sure you know. I, I don't know if we can let you go for that long again. You should never feel guilty for taking your your vacation. You should never feel guilty for taking your time off. And part of that, part of that neurodivergent guilt factor is this feeling that we're not only not allowed to be human, but we're not allowed to be ourselves. And so we feel the need to be superhuman. Yeah. Counter to that. And then that guilt comes, that stress comes, that, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I've got too much to catch off on. Oh, I never should have taken the time off. That is negative, toxic thinking. John's sitting over there. I feel I, called out. I feel, oh, no, I feel I, specifically I, called out. I feel 100% called out because I'm just sitting there. I'm getting better at it. I honestly am. But to be fair, like I basically had a mental breakdown at you know one point where just stuff became too much, and it was just like, that's it, mentally checking out. See you in a week. So, and and then that's but that's but that's too late. Yeah, that's too late. Proper proper preventative maintenance, and and I love that you brought that up. Not that that happened to you. I don't love that. No, I know. No, yeah, it's horrible. But I love but, that you brought that up because that's the natural consequence. That's the natural consequence of not taking the time. That's the natural consequence of not being kind and empathetic to yourself when it comes to the return. And then that yielding again, not taking as much vacation as you actually need to. Yeah, I agree. If you don't make the decision to to take the time, the time will make the decision for you. Your body will make the decision for you. Yeah, Your brain will like, say, you, go you, ahead. You either make the time to rest or your body will make the time for you. That's right. That's right. Your your body is not just like, you're not piloting a mech, okay? I need, I need oh, you to understand so cool. this. Right? Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be? As much as we all look at ourselves as these like, brain capsules that are piloting these mechs of flesh and bone there's actually a little like your your mind and your body actually will fight against you and oftentimes that's not great we don't want the body and the brain to fight against us that's that's part of of mental health and 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 mental illness and and the bad hard part of neurodivergence but at its core, there is one thing the body is very good at doing, and that is surviving. It wants to survive. And if it finds that you're teetering a little too close to a place we don't like, um, it's going to make you pass out. It's going to make you shut down. It's going to make it so you can't do the thought words so good no more. Uh, I'm already right there. It's been a long day. That's this is why we take breaks. Yeah, this is why no, we take right. breaks. But then this is also why we have to take extended breaks, because short breaks are great. I fully support short breaks. And now a word from our sponsor. No, we don't have one of those yet. But oh, one day, 
I know, right? One of these days. One of these days. I don't know what that was. Don't ask. Um, but you also need to take extended breaks. And those extended breaks are called vacations. Mm-hmm. Well put. Well put, the sir. The more you know. The more you know. And now a word from the travel agencies. That's it. That's perfect. Uh, we'll do an entire vacation series. And uh, the travel agents, they make a lot of money, right? Uh, I feel like they make a I lot feel of like money. you do, you know, like maybe that, maybe not like a travel agent, but like an agency or, you know, yeah. maybe we could get like yeah. a cruise yeah. liner to sponsor yeah. us. Yeah. Tell you who okay. makes a lot of money right now. Canadian real estate. Am I right? Oh, I right, boy. One point two million those house prices. One bedroom house. That's right. Yeah, actually, it's true. There's there's a video going around right now of folks comparing uh, houses in, in uh, major cities in Canada to uh, actual castles in Europe. I saw that. By the way, spoiler alert: the they're the same price. Yeah, I well, want. So a that's I honestly, 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 don't 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 move to Canada. Yeah, this is I'm I'm doing a sidebar here because we touched on this, this subject. Canada, lovely place to visit. Great to vacation here. Please put money into our economy. Don't buy a house here. It's the worst. There's no other way for me to put it. Don't support the real estate market. Don't support the realtors. Don't buy houses. Because it's a... <laughs> I almost broke. Um, it's ridiculous. It's it's absolutely ridiculous right now. I have, I have near million dollar homes just around the corner from me that are uh bungalows yeah okay like not mansions not even anywhere near to a stately level of thing not even talking about the you know those nice american country homes you see with the wraparound porches and they're two stories and they got the big willow in the back and they maybe have a garage that's detached yeah yeah, if you wanted to buy that here, that would be about $1.8 million. I mean, I don't have $1.8 million. It's so... Canadian funds. So at the very least, that, that takes it down to like one one point four million US. Um yeah, you know what? Uh still still <laughs> probably gonna be hard to do. Um, it's a pass from me still it's a pass from you i get it i understand so the moral of this story is uh right back to it this is why i vacation as well because i can't afford to do anything else i mean that is very fair it's uh it's a weird thought but yeah you know vacation get away from the super expensive area who wants to it's a weird time Why? to be alive. That's all I'm saying. Why? That's all I'm saying. God, that that's got to crash at some point. It's Toronto. Tr- it's Toronto's fault. You're it gonna blame Toronto it, again. It's Toronto's it's fault. Toronto. Yeah. It's it's so, that space doing needle. Something. The, the stupid, stupid space needle. Stupid space needle. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a great way to wrap this. Honestly, um, takeaways summary: take your vacation. Take it for longer than just a couple of days and be nice to yourself when you get home and back to work. Just 
it's not that hard. And the, and the leaders on the other side, be nice to the people that just took the vacation. Encourage them to take the vacation. Yes. This has been neurodiversity in tech. Or so I'm told. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm Brandon. I'm Sean. Good night, folks. <laughs>